Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here, along with uh, Nick Stoffel, who happens to be an ASC certified technician. Runs a place called Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Nick, good morning to you. Good morning, Denny. How are you and things and the crew at uh, Lloyd's this past week? You guys busy? Yeah, things are things are picking up. You know, typically a mild winter doesn't do the best for our our industry, but uh, we 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 done we made it. We're we're good, and things are picking up, and we'll be full steam ahead here going forward. Yeah, here it is, uh, March 2nd, and the high uh, in the Twin Cities anyway today. We're looking <laughs> near 65 today, near 72 tomorrow. So I, I'm guessing we won't have too many questions about how long do I warm up my car this morning uh, at all. We do have some questions, as promised, uh, from last week's show. But in the meantime, if you need to bring in your vehicle, your car, your truck, your van for service, and you want to know what could be ailing, why don't you call or text Nick, and he can do a little analysis over the radio and uh, give you some idea of what could be ailing and uh, uh, what you can expect. So call us or text us, uh, and keep in mind, you should do it earlier rather than later because Nick will take his leave about 7.45 this morning, making way for Jack Farrell. So call or text, 
Here's the number for either 651-461-9226. As we're waiting for more questions to come in, Nick, we promised our listeners from last week who we didn't get to, we would kind of pick up where we left off. So let's do this. doesn't say what kind of a car, but here's the question. The heater in my car comes on by itself sometimes. Other times it comes on when the radio goes off. It's full blast, doesn't stop until I turn the car off. Where would you start hunting for that problem then? Something like that, I would I would suspect there's a module that kind of controls the comfort or the climate unit, and something internal to that is shorting out. Maybe it's getting uh, backfed from something else, meaning a power source is allowing some voltage to leak in where it's not supposed to be and creating that situation. So, you know, something like that, you might think, okay, the heater's not uh, not coming on, which can be not a problem today, but, you know, it could be a problem. But also keep in mind, something like that, when the vehicle's off, it might be powering that module up when it shouldn't be, which would be wearing your battery down. So this situation, I would probably have somebody do some some testing, you know, get the wiring diagram out, start pinpointing parts of the circuit, looking for that drain or the draw that's creating this. And then at that point, you know what's wrong. You can decide what path you want to take. But I, I wouldn't ignore that too long because you might end up with a dead battery. Okay, good idea. i uh, tell you what, let's uh, grab a phone call just came in uh, from Egan. Gene calling in from Egan this morning. Gene, thank you. What is your question for Nick? Yes, I have a 2015 uh, Toyota, Toyota Highlander. Uh, put it in the car yesterday morning for driving. Went to get him yesterday afternoon and actually locked the steering wheel. Uh, it will not start. I've tried several things with, you know, getting the wheel unlocked and everything, but nothing happens. And after I tried several times, all of a sudden, all the lights on the dash started blinking. Uh, my neighbor came over and tried putting a charger on it, and that wasn't working. Someone else, I called Toyota, and they said, well, it could be that. It could be a, a uh, possibly the, the um, starter. So I'm kind of perplexed as to what it could be. Um, is it worth trying replacing a battery first or should I tow it in and get it fixed? Well, I would think if your neighbor had a charger or a good 12-volt source on there and it was the battery, the vehicle should have enough power at that point to to start. Um, you know, the vehicle's not starting. Um, you know, it could be the starter. Uh, it could be something with the ignition system or ignition switch where the signal's not getting down there. The fact that the dash lights start flashing, um, that's pretty strange. So, you know, kind of like that last texture, I, I would think that something might be backfed there. So you likely are going to have to have it towed in and have someone do some testing to figure out, you know, it's kind of strange. It's just abruptly like that. So it's probably best to have it towed in, have the professionals look at it and make the uh, best game plan for you. Yeah, that sounds like a way to go. Well, good luck, Gene, with that. Uh, listeners sent this in. Uh, I bought a 2019 Grand Cherokee Jeep five months ago that I bought used from a neighbor. It was his sister's who was in hospice, there is, uh, in, in the vehicle itself, there's this bad smell uh, to it. It's coming from the engine, I'm almost positive. You can smell it inside the car. Some days are worse, especially on a rainy day. It never goes away. It's pretty bad. Do you have any thoughts on what that might be? Well, if it, it never goes away, it's pretty bad. Do you have any thoughts on what that might be? Well, if it's coming from under the hood, we're going to assume there's some sort of leak. Um, you know, usually a bad smell kind of will go along with oil. You know, usually it doesn't have the best burning smell to it. So, 
you know, you can try looking underneath to see if you can see any spots that might be dripping from the front or the rear or side to side. You can open the hood, see if you notice anything from there. Uh, I, I do know a lot of those, that particular vehicle, there's an intake manifold, and, and in the center there, there's a valley where a leak can kind of collect and then kind of work its way back down the motor. So my suspicion is that you have a bit of a leak there that probably should be repaired, especially if it's getting to the point where it's smelling and affecting your, your drive. So I would, I'd get that looked at. And you and I have talked about this in in the past shows, and I know maybe some people are having breakfast right now, but sometimes critters can go uh, get in that vehicle one way or the other and uh, pass away, right? You know, that does happen. And to be honest, this winter, which wasn't much of a winter, was so mild that we maybe saw more of that type of uh, behavior. Typically, we see it in the fall. Then once it gets real cold, things have kind of settled down. But this year, as mild as it's been, we've seen evidence and we've had situations where wiring's been nibbled at or they've been maybe nesting under the hood of different places. So, you know, I would, along with looking for a leak, open, when you have the hood open, make sure you look, look, see if you can see any leaves or any debris, insulation, something in one of the corners there. And that might be another clue to what's going on. Sometimes it's hard to see. I know when I brought in my vehicle that I uh, couldn't figure out what was wrong, uh, you and your crews there, it took... <laughs> A couple of people, because that, that mouse found a place which was very hard to see and especially hard to get at. So uh, even though you might look and go, no, there's nothing there, it could be hidden. Those uh, those guys can really uh, kind of camouflage themselves. So, yeah. Absolutely. And if you know what you're looking for, sometimes it's a little easier. And even with all the panels under the hood too so it's not as easy as it used to be because you need to have almost a special tool or a type of screwdriver to remove the clips then you get the clips removed you got to remove the panels and then you're in a very tight space with flashlights and mirrors and you know like i said if you know what you're looking for you can usually look for the evidence but it just as a, a listener and a quick visual inspection um you know just looking in those tight corners and see if you see any debris or any kind of insulation or wiring that looks like it's yeah. been disturbed and that's the first clue. A little nesting. All right, hang on, uh, Nick. We're going to take a quick break and invite our listeners to join in. Any kind of a car care question, we'd love to hear from you either by phone or by text, 651-461-9226. We have more texts both coming in this morning and from uh, last week's show, so we'll get to those when we come back here on News Talk A3OWCCO. Temperature reading uh, right now in the Twin Cities, 33. We could hit near 65 today. We could hit near 72 tomorrow. Stay with us. News Talk 830 WCCO. And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. We are here every Saturday in the 7 o'clock hour welcoming your questions for uh, any kind of a car care question for ASC certified technician Nick Stoffel. Nick is with uh, Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. I was just thinking, Nick, for those that, uh, and we have so many listeners that call in and text in that maybe need some help from you and your crew at Lloyd's. How do we find you guys? Yeah, absolutely. And as you know well, uh, you can always reach us at 651 651- Two two eight one three one six. If you just have a question, need advice, looking to get a little information before you take your car in, please don't hesitate to call. And if you happen to be on Grand, we're at the corner of Grand and Chatsworth, which is nine eight two Grand, 
And as always, I'd appreciate if you checked out our website at lloydsautomotive.net. Absolutely, and we'll uh, get you that info uh, before uh, Nick leaves us this morning, which is about 15, 20 minutes from now. So uh, don't wait. If you have a car care question, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Either phone call or text 651-461-9226. Let's see. We've got more coming in here. Good morning, Nick. Texter says, I have a 1997 Volvo wagon, 150,000 miles. Uh, suddenly, both of the key fobs function for locking and unlocking the doors stopped working. I've changed batteries and checked the fuse, still not functioning. Hmm. That's a tough one. You know, I'd be curious if they both happened at the same time. Would be our first clue that it's probably not the remote. It's maybe the receiver inside the vehicle, which we can probably source that, make sure it has a good power source. You know, it's a, it's a little bit of an older vehicle, so there won't be much with the scan tool. Um, you know, you've done the batteries. Honestly, the next step, it's likely the module inside the car or an antenna. There's, there's a couple possibilities. So a little visual inspection would be the first thing just to make sure, you know, we talked about critters, make sure nothing got into the vehicle and damaged anything. And then the second step would be get the wiring diagram, check, check for good power sources and ground sources. Likely we'll need that little module inside the car, though. Have you seen that in uh, years past? You know, with newer vehicles, we'll see a lot of times it just need to be reprogrammed. Something mm-hmm. of that vintage, honestly, I, I can't recall. And, you know, it's a Volvo. And I, I, if I was a betting person, which I'm not, uh, I would say it's the, the control inside the vehicle. Okay. All right. Let's see. Uh, here is another one. 2012 Chevy Equinox, not run for one month while we were in Florida. The first drive, a, quote, service stable track message pops up but goes away after a few miles. Do you think this is just from not being used? You know, I would probably drive it a couple times. You know, it's talking about the Stabilo track, which uses, like, the anti-lock brakes, and, you know, there's a sensor at each wheel. Um, that sensor's reading a little reluctor wheel or the wheel bearing, and when things sit for a while, we get a little corrosion or maybe a, a spider made a nest or something. It's kind of messing with the signal there a little bit. Drive it a few times. Um, if it clears itself up, I suspect that's all it was. Um, it, it is possible that a sensor's gone bad, too. You know, that can happen. So give it a couple, couple drive cycles. If it continues to be a problem, probably bring it in, try to figure out which wheel it is, have somebody do a little deeper investigating. Maybe there's a little cleaning that's needed, or like I said, possibly the sensor itself. Nick, another text uh, coming in this morning, 2013 Lincoln MKZ Hybrid with 140,000 miles on it that has a clicking sensation felt under the left foot when turning. That's more noticeable at low speeds. So a clicking sensation felt under the left foot when turning. Hmm. So... Obviously, I'd like to feel that to know. Yeah. But b- based on experience, typically when we're turning and we have a clicking noise, um, historically it used to be something with the drive axle because the drive axle is flexing. It's got a, a CV joint there with ball bearings, and one of the bearings has gone bad, and it clicks as it rotates. One possibility. Another, the stabilizer link on that side. As we're turning, we're loading the vehicle because the weight is shifting, and if that, as it shifts, you could get a little bit of a clicking noise or a, or a sensation there. Um, you know, it, you know, a, a lot of possibilities, but those would probably be the ter- first two things that I would uh, get a closer look at after a, a test drive. 
All right. Again, our phone number is also our text number, 651-461-9226. Nick will be with us till just uh, ahead of 745 when Jack Farrell's wine chat takes over. So, again, we still have some time for your uh, car care kind of questions, 651-461-9226. Here is another one. Good morning. We have a 2013 Chevy Malibu that when the engine is hot, it'll shut off at a stoplight. What is the most likely issue? This is a 2013, so it was before they they came out with those, uh, you know, uh, stop and start at uh, stoplights and things. 2013 Chevy Malibu, it shuts off at a stoplight. What do you think is the issue? You know, I can't imagine it's getting that hot. If, you know, even though it's um, a mild winter, it's, you know, not that mild. Um, for a vehicle to get hot enough for the vehicle to shut itself off, you should probably not be driving it would be my first step i would have somebody look at that um if the cooling fans are not working to keep it cool uh the water pump's not circulating there's a a lot of things that could create the overheating um but for it to get hot enough where it could shut the vehicle down i really caution you because that could cause permanent damage to the vehicle um so that probably shouldn't be driven much or at all and have that looked at as soon as you as soon as you can Makes sense. Okay. Hang on, Nick. We're going to take a break for that warm forecast, and uh, we have more time for your car care questions, uh, but uh, it, our, our time goes by so quickly. So uh, if you have a car care question for Nick, by all means, let's hear from you at 651-461-9226. In the meantime, we'll have a look at that forecast from 830. This is WCCO. And good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our car care show. Denny along here, along with uh, ASE certified technician Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul, answering those questions. Uh, we're doing this every week in the 7 o'clock hour. If you're just uh, new to the show, thanks for joining us. By all means, if you do have a question, we have a few minutes remaining in the show. We'd love to hear from you. 651-461-9226. Nick, let's grab a phone call. I think Rich and Blaine is still there. Hi, Rich. What's your question, please? Have a 2011 Mazda 6, 91,000 miles, runs great, is wonderful. Do I need to replace the serpentine belt? I have. You know, I, I would say it's maintenance, and based on a visual inspection, if the inside the, the rib part of the belt, if it's starting to crack, that's kind of your warning sign that the rubber's kind of dried up and used. Um, you don't want the belt to fail, obviously. Or if you start to see some glazing on the back side of the belt where it's been slipping a bit. So you can open the hood, take a look at that. If you're capable of replacing it, by all means, do that. It, it likely has a self-tightening tensioner, meaning it's a spring-loaded item that keeps that belt tight. If you're When you're removing that, make sure that that tensioner has a nice smooth swing to it. If it has any kind of hitch or uh, it's sticking a bit, that could be an also sign that that part should be replaced also. So, you know, carefully look at the belt. If it has any cracking in it or if it's starting to get like a bit of a glaze to it like it's been slipping, that would be your telltale sign it's time to replace it. All right, very good. While we're uh, hanging on the phone, let's grab another one. 
Uh, I think Roger is calling in from uh, Coon Rapids this morning. Roger, uh, what is your question? Thanks for calling. I got a got a 2015 Nissan Altima. Went out to start it, and the motor just sounded like it was just going to fall out, of, fall right out of the car. Shut it off, restarted, and it went to a dead battery. Had it towed in, and they said there's nothing wrong with it. It starts right up. What would that cause that? That's a great question. Um, you know, here's what's difficult is what you're telling us is true. The vehicle sounded horrible. It's acting like a dead battery. Um, my my guess is that the starter maybe was stuck engaged the first time. So when you fired the vehicle up, the starter kept spinning, and it's not designed to spin at engine speed. So you hear this horrible noise. You shut the vehicle off, go to restart it, and that starter is kind of locked up there, and it's like a dead battery. It gets on the tow truck and bounces around on the way to the repair shop. That starter comes free, and it's back in its regular position. They take it off the tow truck and it fires right up. So there's probably not a test to find out if mechanically that is failing. Electrically, we can test things, but mechanically, other than the visual, there won't be any telltale sign. So just pay attention to how the vehicle starts for the next you know, a few days or, or what have. If you notice anything kind of strange and you can duplicate it, take it back to your shop, show them. Otherwise, you know, you're kind of at the mercy of the vehicle, unfortunately. Okay. Dexter has a 2024 Equinox that they only drive 3,000 miles per year. Uh, when should I change the oil is the question. You should still do it at least once a year. You know, the um, and we've talked in the past about the heating and cooling condensation. The moisture will absorb into the oil, which can make sludge. So even though in the traditional thought process the oil is not being used up, because it's not, but it is absorbing moisture, which can create sludge and a whole other series of problems. So in that situation, you should still do it at least once a year. Texter puts in a code number. that pops up on their Toyota, which is the code for random misfire. Dexter cleared the code, hoped it wouldn't come back two days, and 12,000 miles, uh, rather 1,200 miles later, it has not come back. Do you think it's possible this was a one-time event? It is likely possible. You know, the P0300 code, which is a random misfire, tells us that one of the cylinders the computer couldn't identify was misbehaving. And so it has a kind of a generic code. Now, if that follows up with a more specific cylinder fault code, then we have some digging to do. But if it happened, you cleared it, it's been 1,200 miles and it's fine, I would probably think you're fine going forward. Uh, let's see, do we have time? I think we have time for at least one more, if not two. Uh, good morning. Texture says, love the show. Thank you. I have not had a hybrid vehicle and wanted to know what percentage is battery and what percentage is gas. Does it depend on the make and model? Interesting question. Yes, to all of the above. It's going to depend on the setup and your driving style. You know, if you're on the highway where there's more of the uh, battery um, or regenerating battery driving style, um, you're going to use maybe um, less of the gas motor and more of the battery. If you're in a situation where you're putting a lot of draw on the battery, it's going to need the uh, let or the combustion engine to kind of keep things going. So there's there's a balance there. Uh, it depends on your drive style, depends on the type of vehicle. Um, and it's kind of hard to think of it this way, but it kind of comes back to what kind of mileage you're getting. So if your mileage is going to get really high, you know, you're getting 50, 60, whatever it is, miles to the gallon, you're winning. You're doing a great job. 
Um, and that's probably the best that you're going to do. So I would, in that situation, um, just monitor it. See, you know, pick a maker or a model, do a little research, and kind of fit what's your buy what fits your needs best. All right. Nick, I think we have time to grab another phone call uh, this morning. I think Joe is calling in from Baldwin, Wisconsin. Thanks, Joe. What is your question? Hi, Joe. Okay. Joe's there, but uh, I'm not sure if he's... He may be listening to the radio. Uh, Joe, i tell you what, we're, we're just about out of time. I think uh, I'm going to urge you to call back next week. I can hear him driving maybe at the time. So concentrate on that, and, uh, and we can talk to you uh, next week. One more text, then we have to run, I do believe. This is uh, about a serpentine belt. We've talked about that in the past. Uh, should I may as well replace the idler uh, pulley as well is the question. That kind of goes back to what that texter earlier. Once you have the belt removed, check the tensioner to see, you know, how smoothly it's, it swings. You know, it's spring-loaded. Also, that idler, which kind of helps route the belt, spin it. If it seems to spin smoothly, it's nice and tight, it should be fine. If you notice any roughness to it or if any kind of lateral movement, you're, you already have it apart. It would be easy to replace it at the time. So it's a judgment call based on inspection. Okay. Honda Odyssey, one more. Honda Odyssey minivan has uh, FC warning light on that is intermittent. I'm not sure what that is. FC? FCW? I, I, I'm not sure. You know, Could be warn- a, a typo. You know, typically, with a warning light, it's just that it's a warning. So I would find that indicator. I would Google it, look in the owner's manual, see what it pertains to, see if it's safe to drive. You don't want to ignore any warning light until you know what it is. And as far We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.